You've read the title. We we've done it before, but we're uh, pulling another Halloween trick on you. We're re- reliving the just guttural experience that is Hubie Halloween, the 2020 Adam Sandler instant classic. This is Cocktails and Classics. If you haven't listened to us before, I'm Dylan. With me are Ben and Zach. Zach, I know you uh, you had talked about a spinoff podcast not too long ago. Is this it? Is this like the start? This Our... is this is the pilot. So last year we did Hubie Halloween for real. This year this is the pilot for my spinoff series where we watch Hubie Halloween uh, every week and give a review and a rating on it. Every so week? We'll see how oh. it goes. I s- I signed up for every Halloween. Um, I don't know about every week. That I the, didn't want to sign up for Zach's, every Halloween, but I'm here. Zach's been doing it every week. He's like, I just got a head start. I wanted to see how it worked. Yeah, I actually I, have workshops. Like Zach's been doing it three or four episodes, times a so. week. Well, you gotta you gotta know like you gotta know more than the audience. You know that way they feel like they're getting something out of this. Um, Yes. Yeah, I've I've got at least two seasons of Hubie Halloween podcast spinoff queued up. I just want to make sure that there's appetite. Um, it's not going to be like too much appetite, you know. I don't want to go to like three days a week. That would kill me. I I thought of a title for you for it. Okay. Is it Pubie Halloween? It's not Pubie Halloween. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, I was just, I was curious to know if you were just gonna just bite at low hanging fruit. So I'm glad you're not. No, no. It's um, it's simping for Sandler. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not quite as focused. We're we're, we're still workshopping things. Yeah. But we're thinking you're... Hubert Schubert show. I was gonna say it sounds like Dylan, you're you're going way too hard into the full Sandler verse. Zach doesn't oh, want that. I thought that's what Zach wanted to well, do. No, I, but... I do want that, but that's going to be a separate podcast as well, where we dive okay. into the Sandler verse and really the lore that has penetrated not only pop culture, but culture in general. Penetrated. I feel like these are like m- the mom's t shirts at this point. <laughs> we really dove in to culture. Yeah. Here at Muff's Diving School. I had a big old what? boner in math class. <laughs> oh, this oh, episode's going to be a boner. The idea to do this episode was a huge boner. This is our uh, second annual viewing of Hubie Halloween. Uh, just on a, on a whim, on an idea, we thought, why not watch this terrible movie uh, every year? And, you know, make, a, make an event out of it. Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to offend you, Zach. You're just Look, wrong. Like we said, we give you the whole month's worth of of Halloween treats. And I mean, I guess for you for you the listener, it's a treat. You get to hear us talk about it. For us as the ones who had to view Hubie Halloween and will have to view it every Got year. To. We'll get to. Go ahead. It's the it's the real trick. It's the trick the greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Was convincing himself to watch Hubie Halloween every year. Is that my issue? Well, if you don't know about Hubie Halloween, it's uh, Netflix's Halloween release of last year, starring Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Julie Bowen, 
Ray Liotta, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, George Wallace, Keenan Thompson, Shaquille O'Neal, Ben Stiller, Noah Schnapp, directed by Steve Brill. Wow. IMDb. It's pretty gracious, actually. Currently sits at a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. That's weak. That's weak? That's weak. <laughs> For Zach? Wow. Yeah. That's low. Way low. That is poor sauce. It's uh, it's at a 2.3 out of 5 on um, Letterboxd. So. That's little a little less... bit more accurate, I think. Yeah, That's yeah, weaker. Little, little harsher critics over there on Letterboxd. It's a bunch of bunch of sandlit sand man simps on imdb no just throwing letterboxes out there it's all zach's burners accounts i get i get a feeling if you looked at letterbox average ratings for any happy madison production it would be pretty low um because of their haters is that yeah i was gonna say is that because of letterboxd or because of the sample no they're either either haters or they're not intelligent enough to understand I will say one of my friends on Letterboxd uh, gave it a five out of five, a modern seasonal classic, and then re-rated it later and said, uh, easy new addition to my yearly Halloween watches. I loved it. Yes. So they also viewed it twice <laughs> and gave it a four and a five out of five. It only gets better. It, it, it ages like a fine wine. Yeah. Fine Left out wine. in a hot sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah ages like a fine wine where they left the bottle standing straight up so the cork could just kind of rot into the wine <laughs> i so going in have you seen this before dylan <laughs> i have seen this before um i everyone has thankfully this year we decided to watch it together i don't think we watched it together last year right we did not no 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 I mean, maybe we we would have had a little higher ratings if we watched it all together. Last I year, but I think so. Although I don't, I don't know because by the time I watched it last year, would Zach have been able to quote the movie line by line <laughs> as they're talking? Most of it, yeah. Not as much I as I did this I time. Don't know. But I would have got a lot. <laughs> Jesus, but, yeah. It was uh, this man it, knows it, Hubie Halloween. Better than ninety percent of y'all out there. I I will say so. I I grew up uh, next to one of my friends, and his older sister really loved Pirates of the Caribbean, and like could quote all of the Pirates of the Caribbean lines. Or Hannah can quote like all of the Harry Potter films. Is is this that for you, Zach? Like you just have it on repeat constantly, and you you can just like quote the whole movie to me. Yeah, I mean, as much as we joke, this is such a feel-good film. You can throw it on whenever. It doesn't even have to just be Halloween. It's easy to get into. There's so much to enjoy. Like, yeah, you can find yourself just watching it for the however many time. How many times have you watched this movie sober? Sober? Oh, I've watched this movie sober. I don't know if I've ever watched this movie not sober, Nine of the ten times. I've seen the movie nine times. I can't think of a time I watched it not sober. <laughs> my God. This was my ninth viewing just now. Jesus. So ten's wow. going to be magical. Yeah. I, I wrote down... So I was, I was going to say... Um, I didn't listen back 
to the reviews. So I don't I don't know what I rated it last year. Ben doesn't know what he's rated it last year yet. But I listened back through the episode and took some notes uh, on a few things that stood out to me. And that was one of the things was last year you were at five and a half complete watches. Yeah. Uh, and so now you're at nine. Yeah, you've, I finished out the, the half. F- I finished out the half okay. a week ago. And then I did uh, one Monday, one Tuesday, and then we just watched it again. Is this like your Hocus Pocus? Your, uh... It's really a generation's Hocus Pocus. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna veto that right now and say this should be nobody's hocus pocus. <laughs> when I, when I say this, I don't want to like shit on people's nostalgia or let people believe that hocus pocus isn't like a a key part of, you know, our generation's childhood. But Hubie Halloween is better uh, than hocus pocus. It's just a better movie. So you're just calling everyone out like that right now. Just... It's surpassed Hocus in. Pocus. It's surpassed Halloween Town. Look, guys, we'll go ahead and, and give you some social medias and some email addresses that you can send Zach your hot takes about his hot take <laughs> on Hocus Pocus v. Hubie Halloween. Maybe we'll put a poll. Maybe we'll put a poll on the Spotify episode, right? Yeah. No, wait, we can. We can be rated now on Spotify, too. The kids showed me that. Our cocktail this week, which we just glanced right over and all. Oh, man. Jesus. I forgot. We've got so much good content to get into. We we do have a lot of good content to get into. So let's let's just go to the cocktail real quick. It's a uh, Cafe Con Leche Flip, uh, inspired by the coffee thermos and the eggs that Adam Sandler's character, Hubie, catches shakes up, then drinks the free breakfast Rocky Balboa style and immediately pukes. Mm, Balboa. Uh, Projectile. Projectile vomit. Projectile vomit. vomit. And it's just glanced over. That's like the first few minutes of the movie. that's it. Inspired by that, (laughs) we decided to do a cocktail. (laughs) Uh, The the Cafe Con Leche Flip um, got the recipe from the Educated Barfly over on YouTube. It's one ounce of coffee liqueur, one ounce of blackstrap rum, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, a half ounce of heavy cream, and one egg yolk. Shake that up. Uh, you'll kind of do the, the dry shake and then the uh, ice cube, and then you grate some nutmeg over that. It's pretty good. It's like a frothy, you know, I like this better than the oat, uh, not, what was I going to say, oat milk? Um, the eggnog i like this better than eggnog yeah it's got a same vibe to me yeah it had kind of to me a very similar like feel to eggnog but Mm -hmm. i i liked it it didn't feel like a halloween drink to me it felt very christmasy it could just be the nutmeg just kind of the the little bit of nutmeg on the top of it but it, it was very good i would recommend it but i'd probably recommend this cocktail more as like december closer to christmas i kind of agree the video i got it from and you can check the show notes below and get some other coffee liqueur recipes in that video he was like oh it's fall so now i get to do some like coffee cocktails and i was like this one seems very wintry Uh, maybe it's just like the the creamy cocktails are a little bit more hearty yeah i randled it but it was tasty like i said it just felt very 
wintry. It felt it felt Christmassy. God, the day I watched this movie not sober, it's I'm gonna have to double my rating. Can you give it twenty out of ten? Next four twenty, we'll just all be high and watch who's doubling. <laughs> you guys think we're watching the next Harold and Kumar, but turns out somebody gave Zach control of the Netflix party. <laughs> Please God no. Uh, check the show notes below. Make yourself a cafe con leche flip. And uh, let us know what you think. Send us a picture at Instagram, at Cocktails and Classics Pod. And oh. uh, use the Casker and Drizzly links. Buy yourself some coffee liqueur, some blackstrap rum. And you can watch Hubie Halloween on Netflix because why not? One more thing to add about this drink. I always feel really weird shaking like raw egg into a cocktail no matter what it is like literally pouring it into the glass i'm like wow this looks really good and then i went to drink it and i felt just disgusting knowing that there's raw egg yolk all mixed through it it's just kind of a weird feeling i i don't know what it is i don't like it i might have to look into what substitutes there are that aren't raw egg zach last year said uh that this was the greatest movie of 2020 i volleyed that with uh it's the only movie of 2020 and zach (laughs) said that it outperformed tenant to be the greatest movie um that's a fact do you stand by that statement (laughs) it's not an opinion that's a straight fact is it better than tenant yeah it is but it also outperformed it straight fact I don't know about that. Once Tenet got on HBO, it's probably... I heard (laughs) Christopher Nolan may never make another movie because Tenet was so bad and he got outdone by Hubie Halloween. Christopher Nolan's already making another movie and he's literally already started casting it. I think we got to fact check that one. What I do know for sure is that (laughs) Hubie Halloween outperformed (laughs) Tenet. That's, That's what I've heard. I have heard that. I've heard it from a pretty reputable podcast. May or may not be uh, this one. Defi- I was going to say. <laughs> Hopefully it's not this one. Cause... Yeah, if you think we're if reputable, our, our just don't listen to our trivia to... section, all right? We only use true facts. <laughs> I said last year we, we shit on Rob Schneider for a solid eight minutes. Well, he's not a good guy. He's a bad guy. I and mean, he's trying to reinvent it... himself. He's got this daddy-daughter road trip movie coming out, but I'm never going to see it. And nobody else should see it because he's uh, just a bad human being. Rob Schneider is a road trip. So, hold on now. So, Rob Schneider has a daddy-daughter road trip movie. So, it's like uh, yeah. that one with Raven Simone. Kind of, but Rob Schneider is the dad and the daughter's not Raven Simone. Okay. Is the daughter his probably... actual daughter? I don't think so. No. It's probably somebody who's like super hot and then there's going to be awkward sexual tension the whole movie. With him and his daughter? Yeah, they're basing it on the, the Trumps. Well, probably... And then his, you know, weird friend, David Spader. <laughs> Zing! Coming after you, conservatives. It's Halloween. Watch out. It's, it's going to be like in Grown Ups. It's going to be have the same jokes where it's going to be like, she came out of half of him? Whoa! As far as I know, the Sandman has no connection to this movie. Thank God. Damn. Well, you can tell, like, gotta give Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider a job. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. If... Adam Sandler's not involved. How is this movie getting made? See, what that's, that's why you've never decided heard it. to do this. See, Rob Schneider's oh, like that that friend you grow up with. That's like 
Never got walk, on the right path. You walk through the you walk through the trail all the time together, and then he oh, just yeah. constantly oh, pees. Well, yeah. I'll okay. tell you who's giving Rob Schneider a job. Rob Schneider. <laughs> He's directing it as well. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a movie producer. A spring break trip vacation with series of misfortune adventures is saved when the duo meet a couple of famous travel bloggers. Written by his wife. <laughs> What a way to just squeeze all the money out of a production. Just rope your family into as many roles as they can in the production of the movie. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> Only Rob Schneider, not Adam Sandler. What doesn't the, do that with his family. One of the hilarious parts of Hubie Halloween <laughs> is that is that Violet Valentine has this entire backstory where she adopts kids who happen to look exactly like Adam Sandler. Just so that Adam Sandler's kids can be in the movie. It is utterly hilarious. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. <laughs> utterly hilarious. You, you think at this point, like, Adam is just like, well, we, we have to do a movie for Netflix. We got, like, six of them in this fucking deal. Let's just write something that, like, gets all of our friends in here, like, Netflix is already going to give us $7 million or whatever. We can give Rob Schneider like 10 bucks, and he can be in the movie for like 10 seconds and he'll have his relative moment for whatever existence that Rob Schneider has. But then, uh, you know, you get all your, your friends, your family, your Disney child stars, and you just have a little romp. Yeah, for sure. Halloween and Salem. People love making movies with the Sandman for that reason. You show up, you just have fun on set. And Netflix pays you a lot of money. It's a good gig. I would do it. If you wanted to have me on a movie, I'd have you on the podcast, Sandman. Oh, that's a pretty fair trade. I'm, we had I a, would also be game for that. We had Bill Simmons on the pod. That went pretty well. Whoa! Whoa! Wow! <laughs> yeah, we need we need to have him back. What's, uh, what's another Bill Simmons favorite? We could always bring him back. Boogie Nights. Do Boogie Nights Part Two? It's his favorite movie. Let's get him on. Let's get him on for a basketball movie. Let's get him on for like White Men Can't Jump. Ooh, speaking of the Sandman and basketball movies, he's got a basketball movie coming out too called Hustle. LeBron James is the producer. Hmm. Is it like serious or is it a? Kind yeah, it's one of his serious roles. Um, Robert Duvall's in it too. But Sandman plays like a a former basketball scout, and it's about his his struggles post being a scout trying to be connected to the game hmm. you know that's it sounds like it's going to be one of those movies that affleck good. already make that movie like a year or two ago no it performed poorly let me guess adam sandler ends up coaching a bunch of high schoolers not that i know of oh so it won't be like every other basketball movie well, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll be nice He'll star as a former basketball scout who, after being unjustly fired, discovers a talented player abroad and decides to bring him to the U.S. to prove that they both have what it takes to make it in the NBA. I do think I've seen the trailer or something for this. I've seen something about that. Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, Robert Duvall, Ben Foster. Ben, I have you here uh, paraphrase quoted as saying, uh, this movie is a, it's a real reset. We've done some of the the best IMDb classics and uh, and best rated movies that are eights and nines, and then we're gonna do Holly uh, Hubie Halloween, which is a 
it's a real palate cleanser for us, and we have to we have to watch the bad to understand and appreciate the good movies that we've done. I remember I, that the uh, phrase palate cleanser. I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> Last Look, time we did this, we just came off of The Shining, right? Uh, probably around there. It was something. Yeah. Or it no, was, The Shining I mean, was like super early. No, no, we did it, like we had we had done. I mean, it was again through Halloween, so we had done. We were just coming off like I think we literally the did thing. Halloween, yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. We maybe were, or yeah, maybe yeah. it was after that that we did like Citizen Kane. Yeah, we did. Citizen I think we had done. Yeah, just before this or after. Yeah, we we had done. I mean, just like the IMDb top, like not even top two fifty. We were hitting like IMDb top twenty fives, and. I stand by it. There, there's a interesting thing where I think it was um, Burt Kreischer talking to a famous chef. Um, I think it was Roy Roy Choi, uh, who said that he literally went vegan for like six months just so he could start reincorporating how to cook meat, so he could get an appreciation for it. And like, you know what? Sometimes that makes sense. You know, you get so used to just this fine, superior taste that sometimes you need to refresh it, get yourself a little bit of a gutter palate and and bring yourself down a peg. And then you can really appreciate what good cinema is. Really get tired of the the sky falls and the there will be bloods of the world and you just gotta go lap up some hubie halloween or some bird dimmick some every once in a while and yeah look i'm not saying exclusively watch those movies i'm saying you know if you've been watching if you've been watching good movies for a while every week for a podcast and people are like wow they gave this one an eight wow they gave this one a nine i wonder if they're ever going to give something lower than that then you watch Hubie Halloween, and you're like, yeah, wait, I remember now why I'm giving these other movies eights and nines. It's kind of harsh, Going in, I, uh... <laughs> Sorry, we don't want to offend Zach too much. Um, I know, this will be Zach's last episode if I keep ragging Just let it be known, you guys laughed throughout that entire movie, constantly. Look, look, I'm not going to say... I'll be honest, I think, again, this is a movie... Much like I feel like there's been several movies that we've done that you have to watch together to appreciate or to like watching this movie by yourself or with uh, someone who won't laugh at the stupid things you laugh at. <laughs> um, it takes away the enjoyment of it. But when you see just the dumb shit like a crutch being thrown at a guy... And your friends are like cinder block. <laughs> just just the most obnoxious <laughs> shit. Arrow. And then there's just two bears throwing shit at him after. <laughs> well that that's rough to hear. So ben. yeah. When you're watching it with people, it, I feel like you kind of put yourself in that space that it's okay to laugh at. You know what? I'll go out on a limb and say it here, it's gonna get me cancelled. Animal House would have gotten rated higher if we watched it all together. Because I guarantee you, it would have felt more, like, okay 
to laugh at things versus being like, oh shit, I can't laugh at that. So if we would have watched it in our in our frat house, it would have been a 10 out of 10? I'm not saying frat house 10 <laughs> out of 10. I'm saying you we wouldn't have sat there and been like, oh, this movie's a 0 out of 10. No None one rated it, it a okay. 0. You don't have to be so offended, Ben. I think the lowest one was like a 3 or a 4. <laughs> no, I think that movie got like a 2. It was one of our lowest rated for a long time. Uh, no. Zach, crunch the numbers. I gave it the lowest rating at a four. It got a seven, a six, a yeah, five, and a four. Wow. I did not think it did even that well. Uh, going back to your, exactly. your previous ben, Ben's like say, been so offended. I still say it would have done better if we'd watched it I was play. a little upset at your jab about people who watch Hubie Halloween by themselves. Uh... <laughs> speaking as a unbiased third Six party in this nine. scenario <laughs> um i don't i don't know like it, i have more fun watching movies with people but i laugh my ass off every time i watch hubie halloween and there's usually nobody else in the room i think it's one of those things where you just have to like turn it all off and just watch it because i will say i watched the watch not too long ago in that movie, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> but, like, there was parts that had me, like, laughing and chuckling and a couple chortles. This one definitely had me, like, I said it last time, I had a big shitty and grin on my face the whole time. Because it's just so stupid. <laughs> and, like, the gags that happen, some of the shit that, like, goes on. You're just like, really? C- come on. Really? Yeah. Like, like the bears throwing shit the oh that's that's my boner the girl and shack like <laughs> lady and tramp and the sandwich it's like what does this I have think, to do with anything I know. but it's so funny one of the things i think i still laughed at the hardest was when he first walks in his house and that skeleton scares him, <laughs> and he, hits him with a pumpkin. Just, he just knocks he just fucking knocks the oh head off God, of it it's so funny his mom is like, or <laughs> when he throws the yearbook and breaks the window. Did you have an accident? No, no, I didn't have an accident. You did it on purpose. I'm gonna clean it up. Oh, oh my god! When he smacks the skeleton, and he's like, "No, mom, I was just practicing my yelling." Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, does this movie hit different if you think about it as a kid's movie with adult humor? I, it kind of feels that way. Honestly, I was thinking, I was like, I feel like they set out and they were like, we're going to make like a Christmas movie for Halloween. Because yeah. I feel like it has that like, like, oh, he's a loser. Mm-hmm. Like, blah, look at him. But then like the somebody's doing something like that goes a bit too far and you have to like reel them back in and then the end it's all feel good and everyone's happy and yeah it definitely feels like they went and set out and they were like we're gonna basically make a feel good christmas movie but we're gonna do it for the spooky holiday instead i was thinking disney but i like the christmas analogy more because it it, the the structure of the movie all the way down to like hubie's mom giving you the setup you know you're gonna have to find your inner bravery hubie this is the year you have to find it and then it's hijinks, and it resolves itself at the end. Like, you know what you're going to get? If you look at the movie from that perspective, and it has the level of adult humor in it, 
I think you get a better appreciation for what the movie is. I now see. I feel like I could, I could see that if some of the humor weren't so completely in your face adult, like uh, <laughs> Rob Schneider's character pissing everywhere. Well, that's just funny. Or, kids, kids, kids think peeing. A lot is of funny. fun piss stuff. Or or the massive piles of shit in the basement on newspapers. Poop <laughs> is funny, Ben. Poop is funny. Sit there with a straight face and tell me poop's not funny. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but I'm also not going to tell exactly. you that it's exactly. not kids movie appro- or that it, I'm not going to tell you that it's kids movie appropriate. If you show a picture asexual, of a pile but of that poop, girl's making me hella horny. So that one flies over their heads. They don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, okay. Sucking fingers. Yeah, they don't get that. You know? They don't get that. Kids suck on their fingers. They don't get it. What age are you thinking this this Boner. kids movie is for? This is aimed at sixteen year olds. Like before twelve. <laughs> before twelve, you know, all those ages before twelve, kids are just still they're still sucking their fingers. That's normal. But no, if you take any kid before the age of twelve and show them a picture of a pile of poop on a newspaper, it's gonna take them ten seconds until they're laughing their ass off. I mean, it's PG thirteen, so. Like, There's adult humor. I'm just saying, go back and watch some of the movies we grew up with as kids, and there is some blatant adult humor. Worse than this. We literally talked about where Hocus... Like the penis on the Aladdin poster. We literally talked yes. about how Hocus Pocus oh. kept like virgin shaming the main character. Exactly. This, this movie brought that back. We, we got some Hubie virgin shaming. But just enough. It wasn't too much. It wasn't every 10 minutes. There's still hope. True. He still has hope. <laughs> He's got sex hope. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good hair and sex hope. I do see Adam Sandler has Murder Mystery 2 on his uh, upcoming pre-production. Ah. Yeah, I think that's his last Netflix deal on this contract. That's what we needed was Murder Mystery 2. Wow, Jennifer Aniston's returning. I, I think of the Netflix movies that he did, that one was probably the most, the one I would probably rewatch the most. You're talking about Hubie Halloween, right? No. Because that's the one you will be well, rewatching. Well, yes, right? but, <laughs> like, I mean, if we're talking the whatever movie where. How long does the David average Spade human live? Where David Spade, David Spade plays just a weird depends on the country. dad. Average U.S. male life expectancy. Oh God, I'm going eighty three. I don't want to know. Lock me, lock me in for eighty three. I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Uh, well, it, it dropped in half in twenty two or twenty twenty because of COVID. Um, it dropped in half. Sorry, <laughs> dropped. By a full year in the first half of 2020, I did not read the headline, sir. Oh, my God. I mean, that's still pretty fucking rough, but when you said it dropped by half, I'm like, oh, my God. World War II wasn't that bad. All right, what did you say, Zach? Americans have died from COVID. I said 83. Ben? Ben said, don't tell me. I don't know when I'm going to die. Ben's going to be gone long before this, though. He doesn't know it yet. Are you trying to tell me something I should be aware of? I'm just saying, watch your rating today, bud. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm behind you. Doors. <laughs> Look, it's Hubie's mom right behind you. <laughs> so men dropped 1.2 years from 2019, 
to 75.1. Whoa. So do a little quick maths here. So I'm 27 now. I only have to watch Hubie Halloween 48 more times. That's kind of a positive for me. Like if I just go you know, off that the, doesn't sound terrible. It doesn't, you know? It's only once a year. And it's only 48 times. And we're assuming that Netflix will still exist and that Hubie Halloween will still be on there in 48 years. Yeah, we'll still have a podcast. Like people still will have to listen to us just ramble about Well, I mean, yeah, pe- people <laughs> the eight that do <laughs> Sonny, I gotta record my podcast. All right, Grandpa, let's get you to bed. <laughs> no, I need to, I need my computer and my microphone. Grandpa, no one just uses... wheels you in front of a microphone, but it's unplugged, so you're just talking. <laughs> it's got a Mad Cat's laid on it. You press the turbo. <laughs> I really liked the mise-en-scene on this one, Grandpa. You watched paint dry for six hours. <laughs> it was great. It's going to be an avant-garde film. You shut your mouth, man. <laughs> Grandpa, do you want to watch Hubie Halloween again? Oh, boy. No. <laughs> but I missed I made that, a... Adam Sandler. <laughs> but I made a promise, and I don't want to lose out on the tontine. <laughs> Lord, although, Dylan, I have bad news. 48 years from now, do you not think modern medicine will have advanced that we'll be living longer lives? I mean... I guess if climate change accelerates even more, we won't even have to worry about 48 years. You know? It could be shorter. That's true. God, the G- be like make a good point. The GOP hates this podcast so much. But yeah, I'm sure the GOP probably absolutely hates this podcast. We've totally called that Colin Powell thing, though. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, yeah, we predicted that. We're like the Simpsons. Tucker Carlson just uh, fucking rants about us every every night at 8 p.m. God, I wish. Would give us listeners. <laughs> we might get ads. Spike. We're just going to get a bunch of Twitter bots <laughs> in our uh, review section. Hey, you know what? Maybe it makes us controversial. People listen. Maybe people on, on the, the other side are like, hey, we should support these guys and buy from their casker and drizzly links you can find in the show notes below and surf side tips maybe i'll Have sign up for that <laughs> maybe i'll <laughs> sign up for that free audible trial and listen to the book about the boy under the stairs oh here we go here's a looper article ranking every adam sandler film so far oh god are they starting at 10 well, let me There's see what they're... more than 10, right? Oh, uh, so these are just the ones on Netflix. That's not what I want. I want... Oh. I want the ones that he made for Netflix, not... Okay, here we go. So this is from Game Ramp. All of Adam Sandler's Netflix originals ranked. All right, what do you think is 7 out of 7 on their list? Mm. What was that stupid Western one he made? The Ridiculous Six? Yeah. That's my guess. That is that is seven out of seven. You know what Number we call six? that movie? A Taylor Lautner movie. That's how you know it's seven out of seven in the Sandler verse. <laughs> Shark Boy wow. really brought it down. It's because he wasn't a Disney star. They took him from Twilight. He should have gotten a Disney actor. It's the yeah. way the formula works. 
You don't deviate from the Sandler formula. Uh, it's also got Rob Schneider as a fucking like bandito guy with yeah. like a fucking. I'm sure he does like yeah. a terrible like Hispanic accent. I'm sure it's a very offensive accent that he's been doing his whole career. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, six is the do-over. That's what I was gonna guess. The do-over. That one was pretty bad. Which number is five that? is murder mystery? Wow, really? I mean, we know number what number four one is. is. Number four is Sandy Wexler. Okay. Number three is the week of. Oh, that's yeah, that the one was with Chris good. Rock. Chris Rock, right? Right. That one's good. And I'm yeah. saying they're about the wedding. Okay. That one sounded not like a bad movie. That one's got some touching moments. Yeah, that sounded like one that would have actually probably been been okay. Top three on Netflix. Number two is Hubie Halloween. Oh come on. Oh man. Number one is the Meyerowitz stories. Which I don't know if that counts though. Like, is that considered part of his his deal? Yeah, we got to look into that. I don't know if that was under his contract. Because that, I mean, it's Noah Baumbach's film. Did Happy Madison make it? But if, in this case, if if that one is disqualified, then yes, Zach, Hubie Halloween would be the number one. Now I just got to find a way to get the Meyerwood stories disqualified. All right, give me a second. This one's, <laughs> it, the review says, anybody who goes into Hubie Halloween expecting a well-crafted comedy with a substantial plot, is probably going to walk away disappointed. Those who take the movie for what it is, a collection of cheap gags wrapped around a generic spooky plot, should be fairly well satisfied with this Halloween-themed flick. Hubie Dubois is a little reminiscent of some Sandler's early characters, like Bobby Boucher and Happy Gilmore, and it's perhaps this air of helplessness that makes him so relatable. While far from the actor's finest material, the humor is at least good-natured this time out and is unlikely to offend even the most sensitive of viewers he knows his audience fucking softies nowadays kids is there a happy gilmore reference in this movie outside of julie bowen playing the love interest yeah outside of that happy gilmore yeah, like is Dylan Hel- just said, isn't Hellel Hel- is the? Oh shit! Yeah, the the big one at the very beginning. Yeah. Did somebody sleepy in their peepee? Dude, pee-pee I didn't see sleepies? it until like Sorry. the third or fourth watch when Hellel pulls back the sheet, and and there's the dummy a hot dog, jello. and there's a hot dog dick and two yeah. hot dog testicles. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh lord. <sighs> child humor yeah it'll go right over the kids heads well it's so fast they probably didn't see it (laughs) (laughs) also real quick why were the like in an asylum where they don't want people leaving were the windows just that easy to fucking open (laughs) well they're not an asylum well it's It's not an asylum it's a werewolf sorry you're right. No, it's, it's a, a werewolf, it's a werewolf uh, rehabilitation center. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> How could I be so foolish? You, you know we love saving the turts. You know Cam hates fucking paper straws. Paper straws song. Song? Uh. <laughs>
I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated. And That's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside. They were just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like You're talking about the ones that are made different. out of like agave or whatever? I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just, <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a straw expert. You but you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one, you know? Yes. I will say for those, for being at home and where you, you know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever, you know, having these straws around the home is really nice. No, not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time like you just buy a couple and then you're good and if you want cocktail picks or muddlers they have that too it, there's many colors he's getting into like designs so like the pride flag he puts it on like the side of the straw he's got hearts he's got critters it's like you get a piece of art along with a straw a little multi-use uh oh yeah he has critter straws which have there's see a dolphin a salamander that salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code Cocktails and Classics, spelled out, for twenty percent off. We get a little kickback from that, and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws, and they should last you a long time. Dishwasher safe. They're pretty sturdy. Just don't uh, drop them on the floor like me, like a big idiot. You have to buy more. <laughs> Zach watches these movies and uh, sometimes nine times, apparently, comes up with questions to quiz us. So, Zach, what trivia do you got for us on Hubie Dubois' Halloween? Well, we were just talking about the famous werewolf um, rehabilitation facility. But I got to know, what was the name of the mental hospital that Hal L. works at? Is it A, the Westford State Mental Hospital, B, the Washington County Mental Hospital, or C, the Massachusetts State Mental Hospital? Oh, I don't think it's Massachusetts. I'm almost like 100% on that one. So I think it's, what was it, Westerfield? Westford State, Washington Westford. County, or Massachusetts State. You can You can just ignore C. You don't have to say that one anymore. I've already, I've already said, I'm not gonna say that one. So I'm giving the correct option to Ben, or an option to Ben. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I know that's not the correct option because Dylan just told me he's a hundred percent that it's not it. <laughs> They're not all like named like whatever state though. I I would I would think right. I don't know. I just remember like there is some state run mental that. hospitals. Yeah, because like I don't. <sighs> That's I'm thinking Westford, but then if it's like Westford State, that doesn't really make sense if they're in like Salem, Massachusetts. But I, I'll go A. I'll go Westford. Yeah, I will. I my first gut reaction was that it was Westford State Mental Hospital, because I'm pretty sure that's when he calls him on the when uh, I don't remember actual characters' names, so I'm just gonna have to go yeah, by actor. Do. Bear with me. Bear with me. When Kevin James's character gets Officer the call, Officer Downey, you know his name. I couldn't have told you his yeah, name was. Yeah, I don't Downey. know his last name. In the, in the longest, 
you could have given me 30 minutes and I would not have come up with Downey as the last name. Uh, when he gets the call, I, I could swear it's something about Westford. Uh, yeah, the opening shot is you see the at the top of the gate says Westford State Mental Hospital. I thought I would get you. Um, Washington County is the county that Salem is in. I thought I was going to get you guys on that. Maybe you guys know more about Hubie Halloween than you lead on. Oh, I've watched it a couple times in preparation for this episode. So. I have two, once, once last year and once this year. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Officer Steve Downey, how many flashbacks do we see of Hubie appearing in Officer Steve's office? Oh, Lord. Jen at the library has not been acting like herself. <laughs> I guess I need to give you the options, don't I? It's A, 5, B, 6, or C, 7. Fuck. The answer in my head is one of the options helpful? you gave, but it's not. It's too close. They're all too close. Were you, you hoping for... Screw it. Gut reaction. Gut reaction. My thought in my head, I, I was thinking 6. You said 6, so I'm going to go with B. Now, it's, if you want to help Dylan, are you positive it's not one of the other two? No. <laughs> I'm with Ben a bit there. Six does feel right. Um, but I will differentiate, and I'm putting my chips on seven. That's a smart bet. It is seven. We get seven flashbacks <sighs> of Hubie barging into Steve's office. Each one better than the previous. Well, I, You know, it, it could have been any number because, like, they're so quick. Well, my thing is, I thought I thought six, and then I'm like, if Zach gives me like four, six, and eight, I'm golden. And then, of course, he had to give me fucking six as the middle <laughs> option with one lower and one higher. And I, nope. Or if he would have given me like three, seven, and ten, or seven, nine, and eleven, I'd have been like, okay, perfect. <laughs> this is it. But fucking three consecutive where my answer was the middle? Nope. I had no shot. I like how Ben's like, if he gives me three, seven, and ten. This is... <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of numbers that are like a couple apart. Yeah, you wanted to space out a little bit. You didn't want to have to be as yeah. precise in showing off your Hubie Halloween knowledge that we all know you have. <laughs> Ben's just throwing it so he, he's not me. actually going to I think win. the real... Well, the real issue here is that I, I picked the wrong number, and that was a real boner on my part. <laughs> big, big boner. Question number three. So we knew Ben threw number two so we could get this one. Name the marketplace that Hubie works at. Is it A, Carl's, B, Casey's, or C, Crosby's? Oh, fuck. He says it. He says Doesn't it once, he, and it's seen in the, once. Oh, when he says it to the lady, thanks for coming to... Yep. And you can see it on the sign as you uh, as we come into the store. Oh, okay. I thought it was... I was thinking it was the scene when he's talking to Kevin James and is like, they're having the pizza sale, and that sounds like a riot condition to me. <laughs> Mr. O'Doyle bought a suspiciously large amount of toilet paper and eggs. Hubie, there's nothing illegal about buying toilet paper and eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> I don't know why, but Crosby's is is my gut reaction. I'm going to say Carl's. Send this bad boy into a 2-2 tiebreaker. Or we send you home with a 3-1 loss. 
Dylan sweeps yes. the Hubie Halloween trivia. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> wow, Dylan. Way to go, uh, bud. I don't know if you guys would have liked the tiebreaker. It was going to be uh, deli meat prices. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I, fe- I feel good about this, though, because going in, I remembered nothing about this movie. <laughs> so, like, like I, I knew, like, we kind of talked about this at one of the episodes not too long ago. That I was like, I remember like Steve Buscemi is like kind of a werewolf and the, the stupid thermos. And that is like pretty I remember much. the big reveal that Rob Schneider was the escaped men- mental patient and who the killer was, which by the way, I also <laughs> thought that the disappearances in that started happening way earlier than they do in this movie. Yeah, they're kind of all at the end. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was sitting there and I'm like, when the fuck does the scary like people disappearing stuff start happening? Because it's been a long time and nothing has gotten to that point. I thought that was supposed to be the whole plot of the movie, and it's just like, nope, nothing's happened with it yet. Yeah, I was like, at one point I checked the clock. I was like, there's still like an hour of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And there's a good like 15 minutes of credit slash bloopers too. It's just so it's so all over the place. Like the the actual like plot of like people disappearing and shit, like Ben said, doesn't show up till like much later. But there's so much of the movie I feel like where it's there's just, <laughs> just you're just like, what is happening? Like what is going on in this movie? Like the whole setup of him like going and talking to the kids, like the school age children, you're just like, uh what does this have to do with anything? He's preparing them for Halloween night. He's the official volunteer Halloween safety monitor. It was an excuse to get them into a scene where Adam Sandler would get pelted by stuff that would be funny. And a dodgeball. And introduce the kid. Yeah, and introduce the other kid. It's that time. We can we can talk about the ratings. Uh, I want Zach to go first. It's going to be good. And I got to tell you, this was the closest I ever came to giving a half rating. Um, as in a half between two numbers, not like a 0. 0.5. Um, but I decided I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this movie a six. Um, as double what I gave it last time. I wow. just, I laugh way too much when I watch this movie to give it anything less than a six. Um, I f- I feel like over my nine times watching it, I've grown to to assume that this movie is like a kid's movie with great adult humor. I mean, there there's scares where like Violet is set up as the bad person. Mr. Lambert is set up as the bad person that feel like intense for a kid's type of movie, but nothing bad actually happens. Like Mr. Lambert's just a crazy guy. And Violet's not actually a bad person. It's got plenty of of good feels to it. And then there's the the Sandman verse element that is just fantastic. I mean, imagine you have this prolific movie career, uh, comedies that are so well known that you can literally just tell Netflix, I'm going to make a movie that has a reference to this every 15 minutes and you're going to love it. And it comes out great. Six out of ten. I I almost gave it a seven. We'll save the seven for next year. 
So you gave it a three before? Yep. Now, do you guys want me to tell you your ratings now or after? I think after. I don't want to be swayed, I don't think. Okay. So I think I think I rated it lower last year. But I'm going to go... I think I will go with a five. I don't know. It's, like Zach said, I, I enjoy it too much to like hate it i i can tell it is bad (laughs) it is objectively bad but subjectively the the kid in me wants to laugh at all this stupid shit like bears throwing literal shit at (laughs) and they're not even trying to look realistic like that's the most that's the lowest no, quality they look part of the so movie. bad it it's looks like just... a guy in a bear costume and exactly. it's not a good one like they went to party city and bought that shit they didn't <laughs> they didn't go to props they didn't get someone to come in and make the costumes they're just like hey you here's 30 bucks go buy a bear costume the the harley quinn outfits like even the little girl has like a, a harley quinn outfit uh, outfit on uh all the stupid t-shirts that the mom wears <laughs> like that that's probably honestly the funniest part of the movie to me is just seeing what's the next shirt that she's gonna have on uh, happy halloweener <laughs> it ain't gonna lick itself um, <laughs> I yeah that. i i i think it's literally a a five i think it's a great I think it is a great movie to throw into your Halloween rotation. And that's kind of why I feel like we should, <laughs> we did this or like, I was like, yeah, Hubie Halloween. That's the one that we should do every year. I, I feel like it's a, uh, it's stupid. It's, it's got a bunch of goofs and gaffs, but at the end of the day, what's, what's an hour and 30 minutes of, of just some, some goofiness, you know? I'm no, I'm no smarter, I'm no dumber for watching it, but by God, I had a fun time watching it. Dylan, do you want your rating, or do you want me to give your rating to you and Ben at the same time? What do you guys want? How do you want this delivered to you? I I can go, and then we can we can discuss okay. where we were where we were at from last year. Um, okay. I gave this movie on this rewatch a four. Yeah, it's something I can enjoy, but also it's something in my head I know I'm just watching is not good. But that's okay. It's okay for that. Like, you, I, I just... I don't know. There's something about Adam Sandler making that stupid face and screaming out of terror that just gets me. When, <laughs> when he he's just, on the toilet. Every little thing. <laughs> the toilet one oh when he God. throws the fucking soup. Why does he have soup on the toilet? I don't know. But damn it, it's funny. I'm asexual, but that woman's making me hella horny. <laughs> um, the, the scene where he's looking through the yearbook and all of a sudden the Frankenstein, like, thing starts tapping on the glass so he freaks out and throws the yearbook through, through the window and shatters it. Why is that funny? It shouldn't be. But by God, I tell you, it is. It that is. thermos is always there to save the day. 
like we said, the bears throwing stuff or the scene as he's running through the woods, there's no one around and yet a crutch <laughs> and a flaming like spear gets shot into a tree or the scene where he's riding around and a literal cinder block comes at him. Just what the hell? What? Why? I don't know why, but it's it's just random and it is funnier like I said, I think this is a movie I much enjoyed watching with people than just watching by myself. Yeah, I, but I still objectively can't give it anything higher. <laughs> I still think it's it's just a four. <laughs> it's a movie you can turn on like and just kind of like veg out. Or if you're, I feel like this is a movie you have to be in the mood to watch a dumb movie for. Yeah, yeah, you gotta know what you're getting. If you're going in to watch something and expecting like, oh man, this is going to be some sort of, this is going to be like Sandler's take on a, on a scary movie and it's going to be like Jordan, it's going to be like Jordan Peele's good or get out, but without the social commentary. And that's not what you're should be expecting. This movie's not great, but it has redeeming qualities. Like if I was to, to sit and watch Food Fight, Every year for 48 years. I don't think I'd make it past year one or two. Like, once there was, was nothing redeeming about that. I, like, that movie was bad. I had a bad time watching it. <laughs> and I remember being I, we watched that, that one movie. together, too. Like, <laughs> I, I know. We watched that together, too, and it was one that... That was one where, like, instead of feeling like, hey, we can laugh at this because it's funny, it's one where we walked out of there and I felt like we went through one of those situations where, like, no, that person's hella close to me now because we went through war together. Yeah, we've that seen, movie... We've had to see the shit, man. You don't know. I remember having three beers before we were halfway through with that movie and we had to pause it because I had to go get a glass of scotch and I switched to liquor for the rest of the movie. That one was bad. So at least like Hubie Halloween, I, I I enjoyed my hour and forty five hour and thirty minutes that it took to watch it. You know. All right, Zach, hit Zach, us with the is... hit us with the secret sauce of last year's ratings. It's kind of funny. Um, so Ben, I, I feel on... like I feel like Ben gave it a four last year. No, actually, uh, Ben was the most down like on the whole thing. Two. Yeah, wow. um, Ben gave it a two, and Dylan, you gave it a three. So you guys each went up two full full points here. And then well, I went up ben, three. Ben and you three doubled. Six. Yeah. Wow. I think watching it together helped. Like I said, I think watching it with with you guys was probably better than just like watching it by myself or watching it and having my wife come out and look at me like I'm a giant moron for enjoying this movie. <laughs> Don't feel bad for liking Hubie Halloween. Um, it's yeah. a great movie. Just feel bad because you exist. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you always know what to say to cheer me up. Hey, did you guys know we haven't done a movie that starts with the letter L? Wow. Should we do that next week? La Waterboy? Lolita? L.A. Confidential? (laughs) 
Zach, you did <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you don't want to do Lolita. I've heard Lolita's uh, Lolita's creepy. I've heard there's like there's like um a man who's interested in a <sighs> young girl. Yeah, it reminds me of like uh, weebs, like weeb shit. <laughs> on this podcast is trying to unpack whatever it is that Zach just said. You know, like 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 grown men, like 50, 40, 50 year old men who are really into uh, cartoons where suggestively young women dress suggestively. Where where 50 year old grown men animate boob jiggles. <laughs> In a 2D cartoon, yeah. Because because that's what we needed was that that ultra realistic boob shake <laughs> thanks japan <laughs> <laughs> oh no i can't wait to see how much of that gets cut <laughs> none of it that's the instagram ad baby <laughs> Oh, this hour and twenty or hour and twelve minutes. I hope none of that gets cut. That's the Instagram ad. Can't um, watch Lolita because it's weeb shit. Hope you uh, enjoyed our foray back into the the hellscape of Hubie Halloween, and uh, check us out next week as we watch Prisoners, the twenty fifteen. Denny Villeneuve film. Check us out next year for some more Huey Halloween coming at you every October until we die. So get ready for that. Maybe even after we die. I'll just, I'm just going to start watching Huey Halloween and I'll like just record me talking and you guys have to yeah. like, re like record talking back to me and I'll just have enough yeah. tapes to like go at least until like. Hundred years from now, I feel like none of us will be alive at that point. See, like I'm thinking friends. we've got, we've got. You said we're about eighty episodes in. Yeah, you got to think like in the next year or two, there's got to be enough audio bits of my voice that realistically, you guys could probably put put a conversation together of me saying whatever the fuck you wanted to, right? We did it with Bill Simmons, oh. so. Yeah, true. And I have a bunch of stuff in the cutting room floor, so we could always just like blackmail your estate for, um, true. You know, sweet. Millions. Release Dope. the anchor ad. Yeah, because that's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Hit up the Drizzly Casker links, buy some Surfside Sips, and as always, watch responsibly. <laughs>